Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Ormo campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation, and our world. Hey, we are in the middle of a series at the moment called Jesus in the Picture. And I mainly launched the series here last week looking at the Emmaus Road story and the idea that uh, when we are uh, downcast and disillusioned, when we see Jesus in our picture, we are filled with hope. And uh, this Sunday and over the next two Sundays to come, we're going to continue looking at stories of how things change when Jesus is in the picture. And today we're going to look at a story from Mark chapter 4. We're going to get straight into uh, the text this morning. And if you're familiar with the book of Mark, it's one of the four Gospels. And it's uh, one of the most action-packed. The way that Mark writes is very similar uh, to uh, the people that write action movies in our 21st century. A lot happens in just a couple of sentences. He's able to paint a really great picture of what's going on, and it all happens really quickly. See, in our passage that we're going to look at, uh, at the end of Mark chapter 4, and uh, a lot has already happened. In the first three and a half chapters of Mark, Jesus has called his disciples, he's called these 12 guys to come and follow him, and uh, as they've been following him, they have watched him do some remarkable things. They've seen him heal a man with leprosy, They've seen him heal someone who was paralyzed. Uh, They have watched as he has taught multitudes of people and uh, shared with them stories or parables of what the kingdom of God is like. And Jesus has just done a big day of preaching where we pick up our passage this morning. It's in Mark chapter 4, it starts in verse 35. So the disciples are with Jesus. They've seen him do some really incredible things. They have uh, been with him as he's been teaching for the day. And in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, it says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. So I've just done this big day of teaching. Jesus is probably a little tired and says, hey, let's go over to the other side. They're at the Sea of Galilee. Jesus wants to go over to the other side. They leave the crowd behind. They all hop in a fleet of boats and they make their way to their destination. In verse 37, a furious squall came up. And the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Talk about a lot of action in one sentence. Just picture for a moment that happening. They're in this boat and a furious squall came up. The waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him. And said, teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now just imagine for the moment that you are one of the disciples on that boat. Here you are after a big day. Jesus has said, let's go to the other side. And you pile into a boat. 
And uh, to help you uh, paint a picture, the boats back in those days were uh, these wooden Galilean boats, and they were about 8.2 meters by 2.3 meters. So like no Pacific dawn, okay? This thing, you know, is quite old and, uh, you know, not huge. And all these guys are on this wooden boat, and in comes this storm. See, the Sea of Galilee sits between two mountains. And so storms were quite common as they are uh, out at sea, but because of the location, they would often come on quite quickly and rapidly and be really serious. This wasn't just a sun shower or, you know, a summer afternoon storm. This was a furious squall. And so here's these disciples in this boat during this Storm. Now, some of them were fishermen. They were used to being on the water. But I don't know about you, but if I was in that boat, I can imagine that in that moment, I would be filled with fear. Here we are on a boat, and the waves are coming on to the boat. The waves are crashing into the boat. Now, uh, I have been Uh, at sea a couple of times. I much prefer swimming in the ocean than being on a boat on the ocean, but I have been at sea a few times, and one of them uh, was when I was about 11 years old. Our parents uh, took my family up to Harvey Bay for a holiday, and we went whale watching. We got up super early in the morning, all piled on uh, to this whale watching boat, and the weather was not meant to be great that day. The water was really shaky, and my sisters and I spent more time uh, being sick over the boat than we did looking at the whales. But not once on that day were the waves kind of crashing onto the boat. The sea was a bit shaky, but it was nowhere near a furious squall. I cannot even imagine what uh, the disciples would have been going through on the boat in that storm. I imagine that they were afraid scared, anxious, and worried. Now, there's no such thing as a stormless sea. But here are these disciples out at sea, and uh, the guy that said, let's go to the other side, is asleep on a cushion in the stern of the boat. I reckon I'd be pretty frustrated, pretty scared, pretty afraid of this situation that I was in. And as part of this uh, Jesus in the Picture series, we're going to take a look at some pictures, some artwork, some uh, pieces of art that people have put together to reflect these moments. See, uh, we didn't have, like Instagram didn't exist when this uh, story happened. There was no, you know, live stream. There's no Zoom call showing what was happening in this moment. We have uh, the story written actually in three out of the four Gospels, but over the years, artists have tried to depict what this scene would have been like. And we have a picture And it's not super clear, so you really have to use your eyesight here. It was done by a man named, and my art history is not great, so I apologize if I pronounce this wrong, Rembrandt van Rijn, and it's called Storm on the Sea of Galilee, and it was a painting he did in 1633. If you grab the life group material on the way in, you can look at it uh, up closely. But I think it depicts this scene quite well. I imagine that this would be something like what it would have been for those guys at the time. Like that boat is not upright. 
It's on its side. The waves are crashing in and the reactions and the emotions on the faces of the people in that picture probably depict what it would look like if you and I were on a boat and that was happening right now. If you look closely, there's some uh, guys that are looking really worried and really terrified. There's also one guy, a little seasick, uh, at the front of the boat if you look really closely, which I can imagine was probably the case. You know, this artwork depicts this storm that's going on. And for us today in 2021, it's uh, not necessarily likely that we're on an 8.2 by 2.3 wooden boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee facing a furious squall. But we do all face times in our lives where uh, it feels like the storms are raging. It feels like chaos is surrounding us. And we too can be filled with fear and worry and anxiety, just like the disciples. We all face seasons and circumstances and situations that can make us feel like we are in the middle of the storm. You know, whether it's a health battle, a relationship struggle, whether it's something that's going on at hard time at work or at home, whether it's something that's public knowledge or something that we are fighting personally, there are always seasons in life where we face storms, where we face battles, where things that are going on seem out of our control, where it feels like waves of anxiety, waves of worry are just overwhelming us. We can all identify with these feelings of fear and worry. And many of us in this room can also identify with this idea of feeling anxious. For some of you, that may be a, a lifetime battle that you have been working through, feelings of anxiety. Maybe it's been a label that has been spoken over you. And for others of us, we can struggle daily with this, uh, this worry and this um, wondering what is going to happen next because of the pressures that are going on around us and especially over the last 18 months as there has been so much that is out of our control. As things are constantly changing, as we have to uh, pivot at work or when we're running events or there's something going on because of the restrictions and the stuff that is happening around us, we can all relate to this idea of worry and being caught in a storm. You know, one of the uh, things that I think happens when we are feeling worried or anxious is we realize that we aren't in control. Often when we feel like we're in control, we feel comfortable and, you know, things kind of seem cruisy, but it's when we realize that we're not in control that those feelings of worry increase, those feelings of anxiety increase. You know, if worry was an Olympic sport, I reckon I would be a shoe-in for gold. Like, I don't know about you, but I watched the Olympics a couple of months ago, and this is the first time uh, I've watched the Olympics, and as the names and the details of all the athletes come up, it's the first time I've actually been older than most of the athletes. It's really something I've had to come uh, to terms with, that my days of being a sporting hero have probably passed me. In fact, uh, I don't think they were ever possible to begin with. But if worry was a sport in the Olympics, 
I would have a good chance of representing our nation well. Maybe you are in uh, the same boat as me. Some of my earliest memories are filled with being worried about things. It's really sad uh, when you think about it. But as a kid, I remember um, being worried uh, quite a lot. And when I got to high school, I had memorized all of my friends' timetables, and I would be worried if we left morning tea late because they wouldn't make it to class on time because I knew how long it would take them to get from where we would have morning tea uh, to where we uh, where they needed to go for class. I'm the kind of person that uh, worries so much that I turn up to the airport incredibly early. You can ask Sophie, we've traveled together before and it infuriated her. Uh, but I am the kind of person that worries a lot and so I try and take control of what I can to help ease uh, my worry. But the truth is, it feels uh, in my times of worry like I am in the middle of a storm. One of the reasons is because I'm not in control. And I reckon there's many of us in this room today that can relate, that can understand uh, that feeling of not being in control and feeling like due to the circumstances that, are, uh, that we find ourselves in, the seasons that we find ourselves in, it feels like we are in a storm. When those storms do come, do we react like the disciples? Are we filled with fear or anxiety? I know for me, most often that is the case. But I find a lot of hope when I look at this passage in Mark because it speaks to what it's like to live with Jesus in the picture. The disciples responded in fear. They weren't sure about what was happening. They felt out of control. And yet Jesus is in the picture. If we uh, go back to our passage in Mark chapter 4, it says from verse 39. So remember, they've just been in the boat. There's a storm raging. They've woken up Jesus. He was asleep. His head was on a cushion in the stern of the boat. In verse 39, it says, He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Let's just picture that scene again for a moment. The storms have been raging around you. You wake up Jesus, the one whose idea it was to get in the boat and go to the other side to begin with. And then with just a couple of words, he calms the storm. Now, I don't know about you, but I reckon I would have gone from feeling afraid and frustrated to just surprised, probably a little terrified and shocked that this man named Jesus could do something so powerful. You know, the disciples were challenged in that moment by Jesus. He turned to them and said, why are you so afraid? Do you not 
have faith. The disciples would have been in shock. Here is this man in the boat and all of a sudden the wind and the waves obey him. See, the disciples had seen the miracles that Jesus had done in the the chapters earlier. But we, in 2021, have an even better picture of what is to come. We know that this man named Jesus continued to love the lonely and the lost, continued to heal and perform miracles. He continued to uh, preach and teach and share uh, God's love with the people. But then he paid the ultimate sacrifice. He died on a cross and three days later he rose again and this man was the one that was sitting in the boat with them. He was in their boat. See, for the disciples, things changed when they realized that Jesus was in the picture. Jesus was in the boat the whole time, yet they woke him up and they realized that this man named Jesus was in the boat with them and he had power beyond what they could even think possible. The disciples got to see that power. I wonder if they knew that the one who could control the wind and the waves was in their boat, whether they would have been afraid to begin with. They were filled with fear, yet Jesus was with them. They forgot that Jesus was in the boat. They had seen him perform miracles. They had sat under his teaching. Yet when they were in the eye of the storm, they had forgotten all of that. They were terrified and afraid. They were filled with fear at what was going on around them. Their eyes were on the storm. Their eyes were on the situation that they found themselves in. But Jesus was in the picture. See, if we go back to that artwork again, like I said, you can't see it great. I actually looked it up on a computer. It's a beautiful piece of art, and you can have a look at it uh, on the handouts that you have. But Jesus is actually in the boat. He's like this calm presence in with them. Even though the storms are raging around them and they're running around filled with fear, Jesus is with them. He is this sense of calm and peace. Jesus is in the picture. And the storm wasn't the end of the story for the disciples. And the storms that we face in life aren't the end of the story for us, yet sometimes we can get so consumed in looking at the chaos, in looking at the situation, in fixing our eyes on the storm that we forget that Jesus is in the picture. Personally, I can identify so much with the disciples in this story. I understand the worry that they would have been feeling I can relate to times in life where I have been filled with fear, where worry has overwhelmed me, where anxiety has taken a grip, taken a hold of me, where it's stopped me from stepping into what God has for me, where it's limited uh, what I have been able to do because I just haven't thought that things were possible. It's affected relationships and friendships. It's affected the way that I've been able to relate to people. 
I can understand how the disciples would be feeling at this time. But I am so encouraged by this story that when Jesus enters the picture, he calms the storm. The disciples take their eyes off what is happening around them and they fix them onto Jesus. You know, his presence fills us with peace when we feel like we are being hit with waves of worry, fear, and anxiety. And we too must lift our eyes off the storms that we're facing, of the circumstances around us, of the things that feel completely out of our control. And we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. You know, Jesus asked the disciples a really challenging question. And I'd love for you to reflect on it for yourself today. He says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? You know, when we focus on our fears, we don't leave room for our faith. We focus on our fears, we get fixated in what is happening around us. Sometimes we forget who is in the boat with us. You know, fear is looking at the storm. And faith is looking at Jesus. Fear is looking at our circumstances. Faith is looking to God. Fear happens when we focus on the storms. We can find peace when we look to the Savior. We don't need to fear because the safest place that we can be is with Jesus. See, Jesus' last words before he ascended into heaven are found in uh, Matthew chapter 28. And he says uh, to the disciples, I am with you always to the very end of the age. It's Jesus' promise. He is with us always. He is always in the picture. But my question for you today is, are you living like it? Are you living like Jesus is in the picture even when you face situations and circumstances and seasons that feel like the storm is raging around you? Jesus has promised that he will always be with us, so we need to live like it. And I believe that there's some things that we can practically do as we journey through life, as we deal with emotions like worry and fear and anxiety. I don't believe that God wants us to be alone in those things that we are feeling. I believe he wants to remind us today that Jesus is in the picture, but I think that there's also a challenge for us that there is something that we can do. Firstly, I think we need to seek help. As I said, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. We need to call on Jesus in the seasons of storms that we find ourselves in. But we also need to call on community. We need to be able to uh, have people around us that we can say, hey, I'm doing it tough today. Hey, there's this thing going on and I am filled with dread or anxiety or worry. I'd love for you to pray for me. I'd love for you to chat this through with me. You know, as someone that has walked a journey of anxiety in my life, 
I have needed Christian community around me to help me point uh, to, sorry, to help point me to Jesus in the moments where I am fixated on the storms that I am facing. My encouragement to you is to call on Jesus, to make sure that you are planted in community and not to be afraid to seek professional help. There have been seasons in my life where I have needed to talk to a counselor or a psychologist about what I'm going through, to be given tools to be able to work through uh, the emotions of anxiety that I'm feeling. I want to encourage you, if that's you today, to seek help. It might mean talking to your GP. It could mean booking an appointment with a counselor or a psychologist. Here at Gateway, we have a fantastic counseling and wholeness center located just down the road. And Sophie and her team would love to be able to help you uh, to meet with a professional and be able to talk through the struggles that you are facing. You can find out more about it on our website. You can uh, fill in a connect card and we can send you the details. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. We need to find ourselves in community. We need to seek help when we need it. Now, I believe we also need to look back. Might sound funny if we're fixing our eyes on Jesus, but I think we also need to make sure that when we feel like we are in a season of storms, that we look back on the good things that God has done on the times that he has been faithful, on the times that he has filled us with his peace. The disciples had seen Jesus do some incredible miracles. They had sat under his teaching, yet they didn't realize that he was in the boat with them. And I reckon we too can live life like that. We know God's been faithful in the past. We sing it with our arms up in church, but then we face a situation that feels overwhelming and we're like, Jesus, where are you? It feels like you're asleep in the boat. But really, we've just tried to take things into our own hands. We've tried to be in control. When storms are raging, we need to look back and remember God's faithfulness through all seasons. If you're, struggling to, uh, if you're struggling in a storm at the moment and you're having trouble bringing to mind times that he has been faithful, I encourage you to open God's word. You can read about time after time after time that God has been faithful to his people. Chat to others, hear their stories of how God has been faithful in their lives. We need to seek help, we need to look back. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. My encouragement to you today, if you are feeling like you are in a storm, if it feels like waves of uh, worry and anxiety are crashing around you, I want to encourage you to look to Jesus, to fix your eyes on him, to know that he is all that you need to release the control that you feel like you might need to hold on to and to remember that he is in the picture. That is good news. He is in the picture. And if you're not facing a storm, my encouragement to you would still be to fix your eyes on Jesus. We know that rough times come up in life, but if our focus, if our gaze is firmly planted on Jesus... And we can look to him rather looking to the storms that we face. We need to exchange our fear for faith because Jesus' present, 
presence fills us with peace when we are anxious. See, fear happens when we focus on the storm. But we can find peace when we look to the Savior. In uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, it has this encouragement for us. And as I read this, I hope it's an encouragement to you today. I hope that these are words that you would see Jesus speaking into your picture, into your storm today. In verse 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, every, every, in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding. Not some, not just little bits, which transcends all of our understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. Jesus is with us in our picture. Jesus is with us in the storms that we face. We can get too busy focusing and fixing our eyes on what is going on around us that we forget to fix them on him, the miracle worker, the way maker, our savior. You know, in uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, it says, cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. I believe today in this place, some of us need to do exactly that. We need to cast our anxieties on Jesus. We need to bring before him the things that are filling us with worry and filling us with fear. To fix our eyes on him and remember that he is in the picture. I'd love for you to stand where you are and we are going to worship together this morning. If you want to jump to your feet. I love the encouragement in this passage that Jesus is with us on the boat. Jesus is with us in our storms. I believe some of us need to be reminded of that today. He is all that we need. We need to take our eyes off our situations. We need to take our eyes off our storms and we need to fix our gaze on Jesus. We need to declare that He is all that we need. We're going to sing a, a song this morning that is just a declaration of those words. He is all that we need. And I want to encourage you in whatever way works for you to cast your cares on Jesus today. You know, maybe for you, you need to kneel. Maybe it's a, a symbol of just saying, Jesus, here are the things that I have been uh, fixing my eyes on. Instead, I want to fix them on you today. Maybe there's some kind of movement with your arms where you feel like you need to just physically cast those things. Like a fisherman would cast a net off a boat. You need to cast those things that have been filling you with fear and worry onto Jesus. Maybe there's just some work that you need to do in your heart as you come before Jesus today and say, Jesus, I fix my eyes on you. I want to stop focusing on the storm and I want to focus on you, 
my Saviour instead. And I believe that Jesus is going to fill us with peace today, just like we read in that verse. So before we worship, why don't you join me as we pray? Jesus, I thank you that you are all that we need. Jesus, we bring before you the storms that we are facing. We bring before you the things that are causing us to worry, that are filling us with anxiety, that are overwhelming us at the moment. And we fix our eyes on you. Jesus, may we never forget that you are in the picture. May we never forget that you are the miracle worker. You are the way maker. You are our saviour and you promised to never leave us. You said you would always go with us. So whether we're in the middle of a storm right now or whether we've you know, seen ones in the past, we know that maybe one day things may get chaotic around us. God, we fix our eyes on you today. We say that you are all that we need and we bring before you our cares. We cast our anxieties onto you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's worship together. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We are a growing family and we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services because everyone who comes through our doors is welcome. You can find out more about our community and our locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au.